Hey everybody, uh, this is Daniel A. Nelson. I'm here live. Welcome to my podcast, the Daniel A. Nelson Podcast, where we play and talk about the music that you love. And uh, you guys, I just want to let you know that we just released a new CD, and um, it's out on cdbaby.com, iTunes. And if you hear all the background noise, we're over in Lakewood, in the city of Lakewood, over at Children's with the Family. But right now, I have a, a, an awesome musician. Uh, his name is Demonte Rapp. And of course, I always ask about what makes a great song or hit song or something that lasts for a while. I mean, there's songs that have been written, and you can listen to them 30 years later, and they're just still sound brand new. Uh, so anyway, I have uh, Demonte Rab here. And uh, Demonte, say hello to everybody. Hey, how you guys doing? Glad to be here. I'm sitting at Chili's with my, with my, um, my mentor, he's also my father. Glad to be here. Hey, all right. Look, now, uh, my son, he plays keys, uh, awesome piano player. He's a, a piano teacher. And uh, I want to ask you, what makes a great song? I mean, you know, like, I, I know you listen to Maze and Teddy Pendergrass and stuff like that. What do you think is the, the starting point of, of writing a great song? Is it the lyrics or is it just the instruments or... I, I think I think it all starts with whatever, however you feel. Okay. You can take as a songwriter what you're feeling and portray that feeling to other people. You're just using the music to do that. Okay. All right. Because the reason why I was asking that because I mean I've, I've heard of certain people they wouldn't even be near an instrument and a thought would just come to mind yeah. and they just start coming to like a, a hook line. And all of a sudden, they're building. Has that ever happened to you in inspiring and writing your songs? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, whenever I try to force a song, it seems like <laughs> they all sound the same. But depending on how I'm feeling, different songs that I love that I've written that I haven't even released yet, I remember how I felt, man, when I wrote it. Okay. Like, I remember where I was when I wrote my first song. Right, right you know, okay. And it was based on the feeling. And so I can kind of connect the dots. Okay. Yeah, now, um, so when you said it all depends on how you're feeling, is it something like there are times when you hear a certain drum beat and you say, oh, you know what? I'm going to just save this drum beat on my computer and maybe come back later and write something, or does it just start flowing once you put the drum beat down or bass line? Or? It, just, it all depends. I mean, any anywhere is uh, you can have inspiration. For me, I take a long time to write right, okay. songs. So, um, but I think the key thing is to finish it, Okay. you know, like, and I know that might sound basic, but in order to have a good hit song, you got to finish it. Right, right. And, you know, not drag your feet because you can miss your window. Like, what's popular now, you know, when you, when you get the song may not be popular two years from now when you finally release it. Okay. Okay. And so that brings a lot of point. Um, let's uh, look at a... Um, we can look at a, a, a gospel artist like the Hawkins family, um, stuff like Going Up Yonder, this is like that stuff was written back in 1970, like 72 or whatever it was, 75. Why do you think that song is always just, I mean, people use it for homegoing services, funerals, some people just sing it in the everyday church service. What? 
What do you think that, that has that staying power? What was it? I would have to go back to the, the feeling and the time and the groove. It's not something too complicated. I mean, the Hawkins are awesome musicians. Right. You know, but they took something simple that anybody can listen to, whether you're a musician, whether you're a Christian or not. You know, right. you know that song. Okay. And so you kind of take this idea and you you don't you don't hoard it as a musician or a Christian or a gospel musician. Right. Okay. But you're gotcha. able to take it and you're able to put it out there in a good enough way to where other people can kind of feel what you feel. You okay. Know? Okay. And that's something you you never gonna get. You always it's always gonna be somebody dying as long as you live. Right. You know. So right. That's yeah. Never. Right. That's all, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, uh, I listen to a, a lot of smooth jazz, and um, you know, I, I I love the old school stuff. And most of the time, you hear me. I'm listening to the old Al Green and things of that nature, and. Maybe on our next podcast, what we'll do is we'll maybe have people comment and open this thing up, and we'll maybe uh, shoot for a particular artist. As a matter of fact, um, I would like for everybody who downloads this podcast and take a listen to this podcast, um, I want to start off by listening to some Frankie Beverly and Mays. Yeah. Um, I listen to the drummer. He has a certain role, and you automatically know it's Frankie Beverly and Mays, you know, a certain sound. So, I want you guys to maybe pick three or four good songs, comment on them, and then we can talk about them and break down all the instrumentation, you know, as far as the organ, piano. One of my favorite is Southern Girl. Southern Girl, okay. Hey, if you guys get a chance to listen to Southern Girl, look, we're going to close out this podcast. Uh, Again, like I said... Uh, the Monte Rap. Uh, any other thing you want to say? You know, uh, as far as you got the singles coming out, the band you're playing with. Talk about what you got going on. Yeah, well, um, well, I am a music teacher. I think the best way to start or the best time to start is when um, when your children are young. But even if you're if you're a senior citizen and you just need something else to do, like like get my contact information. You can follow me at drab08 uh, on all social media flat- platforms. Or rabbi music on um, on Instagram, but I love teaching as much as I like songwriting. I love teaching even more. So I got some things coming out in December, so I'll be posting that on my website and on my my uh, my music page. So stay connected. Send me a DM. Maybe we can start some lessons. I love to teach you something. All right. Like I said, if you guys hear all the background noise today, we wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to go live. Usually, my first podcast I did. We were just like kind of in an enclosed room, but uh, we're going live today. And like I said, we're in the city of Lakewood, you know, and we're going to keep talking about this great music that is always being put out. And then uh, I want you guys to just join me. Like I say, um, keep the hope, keep practicing. You know, don't let no one tell you that you're not yeah. good enough. Yeah, you got to keep practicing. Yeah. Listen to all some of the greatest artists that keeps the music going, and you can understand and, and break down what makes a great song to you. Implement that in your songs. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks for having me again. All right, thank you, son. All right, and we'll be talking to you guys. God bless you. That's that's, that's a good idea, man.